Welcome to the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Training Podcast for serious-minded, deep-thinking, career-oriented network marketing pros who are sick of the fluff and appreciate the truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Now here's your host who has produced over 200 hours of real-world training for the industry, 30-plus years network marketing pro, Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. This is session 101. The title of this session is Why Do Network Marketing Companies Need You? Why do they need leaders? Why do network marketing companies need leaders? I promise this is going to be a brain tweak. It's going to give you something to think about. I'm going to share with you some ideas that really people don't talk about much. This podcast is designed for full-time network marketers, people that are very focused, very career-oriented. I'm sure that's you if you're listening in. Maybe somebody invited you to this session. However you end up here, however you ended up here, I'm glad to have you. I promise you this is going to be a brain tweak. I think we can all agree that the employee-employer relationship, employee-employer, has gotten kind of diluted over the years. I heard someone say that the relationship basically exists where employers are going to pay employees just enough so they don't quit, and employees are going to work just hard enough that they don't get fired. Employers are going to pay just enough, just enough so they don't quit. Employers are, employees are going to work just hard enough so they don't get fired. Needless to say, this is a very dysfunctional relationship. It's, it's not conducive to productivity in any way, shape, or form. And what I want to share with you today is I think there's a relationship that is just as dysfunctional within network marketing that nobody really talks about. And it's certainly not the employee-employer relationship, but that's what we're going to talk about. And I hope you find value from this. I hope that this information will make you think uh, and really decide to maximize your personal upside potential within this phenomenal, phenomenal business model. Before we really get into this week's session, session 101, I would like for you to ask yourself, before we get started, who are the top people currently on your team? Who are the top people currently on your team? The top five. Who are the top five uh, people that you can get in the foxhole with that are committed and focused and dedicated uh, to your opportunity and to the growth of their teams and to building people. Who are those, the top five that you have right now? Just mentally check them off in your brain before we get moving forward. And then I would like for you to just think about and really ask yourself, why do you think in today's network marketing environment, corporate officers really think that they need leaders? Why do you think corporately they think that they need leaders in the field? I'm just curious. And really think about this. Why do you think? What is your opinion on that? And then I would ask you, why do you, why do you feel like 
network marketing companies need leaders? Why do you think network marketing companies need leaders? That's the first question. I'm asking you a lot of questions. I want you to think a little bit. I wish you, I know a lot of you are driving. You have to pay attention to the road and some of you are uh, on treadmills and exercising and, and different places, different people, uh, different environments listening to this podcast. But these questions are real important before we move too far forward. Too far forward before we do, what would you say? Why do network marketing companies need, need you? Why do they need leaders? Uh, originally I asked you what, who are the top five on your team? Hopefully you've already checked those off in your brain, in your mind. And the next question is, why do you think in today's network marketing environment, corporate officers really think that they need leaders? So hopefully you've come to some conclusions and thoughts on those three questions. The next question I'd like to ask you is, who is considered a leader in network marketing? And then the final question is, who's considered a leader? in the real world. Now, I want to I want to I want to give you some things to think about, really think about as we move forward with these five questions. And again, there's no right or wrong answers. Everybody's entitled to their own opinions, but I am hopefully going to reveal a dysfunction within this profession that uh once you understand it you can really maximize your full upside potential within this profession. Really maximize where you're going, uh, the people that you're bringing down the road with you, and really maximize your upside potential within this industry. So who are your top five people? You should have those. And I would ask you how many of them in your top five had never been involved in network marketing before. How many of them did you personally recruit, indoctrinate, inoculate, train, and help progress and move down this road? And when I ask leaders that question personally, one-on-one, you can watch the blood drain from their face. The reason being, over the last 15, 20 years, is all that we have done as a profession, all we've really accomplished collectively, is sponsoring each other. Sponsoring each other. Now, you know the answer to your top five and where they came from and how many of them you personally recruited who had never been involved in the profession before that you brought down the road and whatever that number is, it is what it is. doesn't matter. It is what it is. Why do you feel network marketing companies need leaders? And and the answer I hear many times to that is to keep the troops focused, fired up, uh, you know, uh, keep the volume, keep people on auto ship, keep the volume moving forward, so on and so forth. Pretty common answers. Why do you think today's, and that's important, today's network marketing environment 
in today's network marketing environment, corporate officers really think they need more leaders. And then the question that closely relates to that is why, who is considered a leader in network marketing? Who's considered a leader in network marketing? And the answer that is most common with that is anybody that can bring a, bring a following, anybody that can bring customers, anybody that can bring with them team members are considered leaders. Anybody that can bring a following, that's why we have things going on today that were not going on 15, 20 years ago, uh, commonly called bridge money deals. Why are companies willing to pay bridge money? Because uh, of the influx and volume that person can bring or should be able to bring. I don't think there's any argument on that or there's not any even much debate. I mean, it kind of is what it is, guys. We are where we are as a profession. We are where we are. And again, this podcast is about you personally becoming all you can be within this profession and maximizing your personal upside potential. That's it. And I'm willing to talk about things that most people aren't because it, it, it because truth is truth. Reality is reality. To move forward in any aspect of life, you first have to get real about where you are. So who's considered a leader in the real world? Well, in the real world, leaders develop other leaders in the real world. In the network marketing world, leaders are those that can bring their following. Maybe a little bit debatable, but not really. If we just all get down to where the rubber hits the road, that's what's been going on the last 15, 20 years in this profession. If we just get real about it. Lynn Clements wrote about it, I think it was in like 1999, how, you know, we're just recruiting each other from deal to deal to deal. If you haven't read that article by Lynn, it's phenomenal. It's called The Land of 10,000 unrecruited heavy hitters and uh, it's one of the articles that's available at topmlmtrainingarticles.com and man it's worth really not just reading but really really dissecting that article because it's just unbelievable the land of 10,000 unrecruited heavy hitters so if if we've got your brain and, and my brain totally engaged at this point when we really think about what's going on. The next thing that we have to really understand, and, and you all have heard me say this a thousand times, that your long-term income, the long-term value that you bring, the long-term value in the marketplace is based upon one thing and one thing only. I'm going to say that again. Your personal long-term value in this marketplace is based upon one thing and one thing only. And that is your ability to systematically help people learn, grow, progress, and become all they can become. And the word systematically is very important because 
systems can be duplicated, personality cannot be. And we're, we've been a personality-driven industry the last 15, 20 years. And it's becoming more and more of that daily, as we all know. So, again, let me really drive home this point. Your real long-term value in this marketplace is based upon one thing and one thing only. Your real long-term value, one thing, one thing only, and that is your ability to systematically help people learn, grow, progress, and become all they can become. Because after you've entered the industry and after you've you've come to the company and you've brought the customers slash clients slash distributors slash team members that you're going to bring with you after the first 90 days, your value to the company drastically diminishes unless you have the ability uh, to to systematically help people learn, grow, progress, and become all they can become. You know, I never will forget, I was in Phoenix, Arizona. It was probably 15, 20 years ago to a Dan Kennedy event. I'm trying to remember who was all there. It was that gang, you know, Dan Kennedy, Joe Polish, uh, all those guys. It was awesome. It always is. Dan Kennedy's a, he, he makes you think. And he doesn't put up with any fluff, and he calls it and talks, tells it like he sees it. Uh, but Dan Kennedy, he went, he went down the network marketing road for just a short 10, 15 minute burst in that event. And he said, you know, a lot of business minded people, they see the numbers, the cost of goods, uh, and they look at the, the raw numbers of network marketing organizations and they start network marketing companies they find a consultant and a software and they decide you know I'm going to build a network marketing company because the raw numbers uh, are so appealing when you compare it to traditional business regarding cost of goods and so on and so forth and he says you know they enter the industry and they have a if I build it they will come mentality and, you know, they, they get through this great product and this comp plan and then they open their doors and it's like crickets. And, you know, we've all watched that. Those of us have been around very, very long at all. We've seen this happen multiple times. Or they'll get some brand name, uh, movie star or sports star to be the, uh, the, the head of their, their marketing, uh, their pr promotion. And, and again, you know, it might have some initial uh, uh, push based upon the, the star within the organization of the company. But ultimately, you know, within 90, 180, within a year, all the fanfare and fluff has, you know, died off and reality sets in. I mean, we saw this with the, the Trump network back in the day, and I was amazed at how many people just jumped into that. Here's my 497. I'm going to, Donald Trump's doing it, so I'm going to do it. And it's like Donald Trump may be a good or bad president, depending upon your own opinions, or a, a good or bad business person, but, but just because they 
or successful in real estate or traditional business does not mean that they're going to be successful building teams in the network marketing business model because it's completely different than any other business model in existence. Yes, there are some transferable skills, but those transferable skills will only take you so far. What got you here will not take you there. That's the reality, guys, that we've seen it happen many, many, many times. And and anyway, Dan Kennedy at this event, he said, I have no idea why these guys start network marketing companies. He said, if they were smart, they would st- they would put together a powerful infomercial and sell the products. And then he made a statement I'll never forget. He said, and he was working directly with the Victoria principal, the principal secret or the principal factor. It was a skincare product. Some of you may remember, you know, was very popular. Might, might still be for all I know, but it was back then. The infomercial was r- running constantly. And he said, I would just do an infomercial. He said, here's why. He said, the principal secret with infomercials in two years created the same volume that it took Mary Kay 30 years to create. The the Victoria principle, I can't remember the name of the, the product line. It was skincare makeup after two years had created the same volume, they did the same volume that year that Mary Kay did, and Mary Kay had been in business for 30 years. And that's not a knock on on Mary Kay at all, at all. But it is, it is indicative of the, 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 the process and the mindsets that people have or don't have in this profession. Why would you start a network marketing company when you can when you can put together a powerful infomercial, at least you could 15 years ago, and create the same volume uh, that the number one makeup slash skincare company within this industry had created after 30 years? So the thing that we have to all understand in this in this business model, and really it's the way it is in life, Lee Iacocca, when he brought back Chrysler Corporation from the fringes, uh, was one of the first people, you know, in traditional business that absolutely documented and and confirmed the fact that leadership is the highest paid profession in the world. Leadership not management, not management. Uh, Managers learn from professors. Most leaders learn from entrepreneurs. Your upside potential in the network marketing business model is based 100% long-term on your ability to grow and develop leaders on your team. You know, and we all understand that most mentors, generic trainers, et cetera, et cetera, in this industry, whatever people want to call themselves, most uh, most people in the industry, you know, 80% of what's taught is the same thing because truth is truth. 
but it's the last 20%, I believe, I really believe it's really wrapping your mind around the last 20% that's going to produce 80% of your income in this business model. You know, I've said many times, six-figure earners are a dime a dozen, a dime a dozen. Uh, but how do you go from six to seven figures? Because what got you to six will not take you to seven. And what happens for a lot of people in this profession, good people, great people, um, the comments that they receive from the field in and outside of their organization, the, the comments and the admiration they receive from corporate, many times, many times those comments are the greatest deterrent, 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 what is that word? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> deterrent to personal and industry growth. Everybody appreciates you because, you know, once you get to a full-time position in this profession, you've accomplished more than 99.99% of the people that ever enter the profession. The fact you've got to full-time, uh, you know, you're usually on stage, you're speaking, people look up to you, and that alone can stifle, drastically stifle your growth from that point. Again, it's the last 20% ultimately that's going to, that's going to produce 80% of your results. Uh, you are in the leadership development business. Your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders you develop on your team. And see, a lot of people, when they hear, you know, people develop, leaders developed on their team, they don't like that. And I understand that. You shouldn't like that because there's not one person that I've ever recruited and brought down the road and launched and helped them continue to jump the hurdles and get them to a point of delegation where they can run the whole thing in their sleep. There's not one person that I've ever worked with like that one-on-one -on -one, that I did it. So when I say the leaders that you develop, I did not develop them. All I did was have the proven track record and, and the systems to to help them progress along that journey. But they did every bit of it. It was their determination, their hard work, their ability to listen and learn and implement, you know, that they created their success. When they walk across that stage, it's them. Okay, yes, I had something to do with it. I had something to do with it. I was able to shave, you know, sometimes years off their off their track, off their their path, off their road. Uh, but at any point on this path, on this road, they could have hit a plateau and decided to stay there. You know, they could have said, Dale, I'm making twelve hundred dollars a month. I don't have to work too hard. It's all residual, you know. You know, everybody likes me. I've got a, uh, I'm a super diamond uh, ambassador with a cherry on top of it. I get a beautiful ribbon when I go to the events. Everybody wants to ask me how to do stuff and pick my brain. And I'm just at a good spot and I'm, I'm at this plateau and I'm just going to hang out here. 
I'm not going to continue to persist and become all I can become. I'm just going to hang out here. But the but a lot of these people have done that over the years, but many haven't. And, you know, you can go to momsuccess.com and you can listen to those stories of people that persisted uh, systematically growing, learning, developing, mastering one skill set, mindset at a time, uh, just in time learning, focusing on what was going to move their business and their their business forward right then at that particular point in time on their path and in the history of this profession. And, you know, high level, deep thinking people that put action behind their thoughts. So they do it. They absolutely do it. Every every coaching client that I have right now, every six-figure-plus earner that we're working with, you know, a lot of them, they're just focused on the last 20%. And, yes, I absolutely can help them, but ultimately they're going to have to have the guts and the determination to implement uh, and and to inspire people to take it to another level and to not just be, you know, part of the good old boy and good old girls club within this profession. So obviously, I mean, we're attracting a lot more one-on-one clients because of these podcasts. And and most of the people that want to work with us, we don't accept. We just can't. We don't have, we just cannot do it. But you know, leaders are really starting to understand that the culture in which they were sponsored in many cases will not allow them to achieve their maximum upside potential. They see that there is success beyond the current limiting beliefs and they understand uh, our track record and our ability to help them get there if they dare, if they dare. And see, most people, you know, we see it in in the world in general, but even within this industry, after working really hard, there's a reason most people get to six figures and are out of the profession in five years, then go on to develop seven figures and six-figure earners on their team. Because it takes an extra effort of focused determination and commitment to your team commitment to your team now again if you looked at your five people on your team and say well my gosh Dale every one of them you know had been around the industry 10 11 years and they all had a following that they brought with them if that stings a little bit it should not sting you as much as it should sting this entire profession it's not real it's just the culture that has been created and again there's a lot of people that you know they don't want to stifle their growth based upon the culture in which they joined and they want to expand and grow and learn and become the absolute best leader they can because they understand they understand that their real long-term value in the marketplace is based upon one thing and one thing only, and that's their ability to help people learn, grow, progress, and become all they can become. And to not depend upon the natural transferable skill sets and mindsets which they entered the industry with. 
Guys, I hope this has made sense for you. I hope it's it's really tweaked your brain a little bit. Next week, you're going to hear from uh, one of the best people that I've ever worked with. Uh, very deep thinker. Uh, very talented. Very talented individual. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. It's next week on next week's podcast. His name's Cliff Walker. I'm not going to give you any more than that, but you're going to enjoy it. Uh, I just hope that in listening to this, you'll consider, and I know many of you don't need to do this. You know, I, I understand that many of you are, you know, you've got your peeps, you've, you're, you, you know, you've got your following, you know, they love you they, and, and so on and so forth. The, the same scenario we see throughout this industry, but I'd like for you to consider, just consider Deciding to provide as much value to the market as you possibly can. Break out of the good old boys, good old girls group, you know, and really fulfill your personal upside potential. To decide, you know what, I'm going to really fulfill my personal upside potential. And it's not about me, it's about how many people... How many people on my team can I recruit, work with, bring down the road, and help them achieve their goals, desires, and dreams? That's my hope. Hope this made sense for you guys. Your feedback is always appreciated. Have a great week. And uh, don't miss next week when we're going to talk with uh, Mr. Cliff Walker, Dale Calvert. Thanks for listening in, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.